Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So don't forget tonight from 9 to 11 p.m. I'll be going live on AMP playing songs. Let's talk about it, ladies. We're going to get to some topics. We're going to talk about some things. Uh, It's going to be fun. Make sure you're ready, prepared. You have your glass of wine. You're comfy. You're cozy. And yeah, it's going to be lit. Uh, Anyway, let me hurry up and get into this message. So I was actually, um, you know, because I listened to a lot of different messages. And I actually came across a lady who's a divorce lawyer. And unfortunately, I didn't see her name. I didn't catch her name. But what she spoke was so profound and she broke down 10 things that she learned from her experience as a divorce lawyer. So, um, obviously I can't share the message uh, because it was a video. So I had to write everything down, take notes, and now I'm conveying the message to you ladies. So, rule number one. Men will only fall in love once in their lifetime. And that was interesting. Um, So I'm going to probably do a survey and I'm going to ask some guys that simple question. How many times have you actually fallen in love? And I'm going to see if I can get some details about it because I need to see, you know, just for informational purposes. So when I speak, I can speak truths from the perspectives of a man because I don't know. And uh, she went on to say that a lot of men, when they get with you, you'll notice that they're emotionally unavailable, that you can always tell that their heart is with someone else. And I understand what she meant, because I was in situationships with guys. And even though we were technically supposed to be together, um, you could tell that they were checked out and that they were somewhere else and so you realize that okay something is off so pay attention to that red flag the second thing she said was that he hides his relationships meaning uh you don't really go out he don't really take you out in public he don't really do anything to show you off And if you know anything about men, when they have something, something new, something shiny, something pretty, something, you know, flash, they show it off and they're loud and proud about it. But if you're in a relationship with somebody and they don't, you don't know really about anything about them, uh, really much about their family, children, if they have children, certain aspects of their life that you don't know that man is not into you period the next thing she said was there's really no pictures of you on social media and a lot of what she said and I'm going to go through the rest but are narcissistic tendencies and you will realize that as you deal with men you would begin to see that a lot of men have narcissistic tendencies because at some point you know, I was with the narcissist, I was dealing with the narcissist for over 20 plus years. We lived together. We had two children together. I knew his family. I knew some of his friends, but it wasn't until I came out the fog that I realized that 
Again, the friends that he claimed he had, I didn't know them. We were never, I was never invited to kids' birthday parties. Like, I would always hear, oh, so-and-so had a baby, or oh, so-and-so had a party, or oh, so-and-so. But I was never invited. My kids were never invited. So I was like, well, damn, if, if you know, if you have a, if you're with somebody and you're in a relationship with them, how come I'm never invited? I'm not going to invite myself. That's dumb. But naturally, if this person wants you around and they want you around in their inner circles, they would bring you around voluntarily. So it was a lot of red flags that I just picked up throughout the situationship that I was with this narcissist. Right. And so at one point I realized I'm like, well, damn, you know, you don't you know, you don't post any pictures on social media. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm private. I don't really be on social media. Yeah, but I was, I was, you know, I would be on social media and I would see that he was in Messenger. So obviously you on some form of, of social media. I was in no pictures in his Instagram, no pictures in his Facebook, no nothing. And then, you know, he would always say, oh, well, they know about you. Hmm, really? Really? They know about me. Exactly what do they know about me? And that's also in this. I'm going to get to that part when I get there. Right. So there'll be no social media, nothing with you on there. And then if you have to make all the plans, there's no quality time. He disregards you in a way where he won't take you out. He won't take you out in public. If he spends time with you, it'll most likely be somewhere small, somewhere private at home uh, kind of like just let's just stay home and watch movies. You won't be mind you. He'll have a whole nightlife. He'll have a whole uh, lifestyle outside of the home. But when it comes to you, it's minimum. You know, when I was dealing with the narcissist, it was bare minimum. It's like he would spend time with me and the kids more so not just it, it was never him and I. It was never him and I. It was like, okay, I'll, I'll take y'all out to breakfast. And the whole time we would be out for breakfast, he would be like looking around, looking around to see like who he see. Like it was just real nervous. And it was just real like, okay, let's, let's hurry up. And oh, let's, you know, it was always like in a rush. And then he would be real fidgety. And then, um, and then it got to a point where it was like, all right, as soon as he dropped us off, he was out gone. Like there was no quality time. There was no type of, um, it, it was just no effort into it. It was like breadcrumbing. It was so, it was to the point where I was annoyed. The kids was annoyed. We didn't even want to go anywhere with him. We didn't want to do anything with him. We didn't want to spend any time with him. And these are all red flags. When I say there are red flags, there are red flags. And you have to make all the plans. You have to make all the plans. And in my nine times out of 10, you would probably have to pay. Because they, they, they have no desire to pay for anything. And it's crazy because when I was like done, done, and I told him like, I'm done. Now he wanted to take me out. Then he wanted to spend time with me. Then he wanted to do like a little trip or a weekend getaway. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going no fucking way with you. You got to be out of your fucking mind. I'm you, are you dumb? Like I'm done. Like I'm done. You know, this shit six months ago, you know, this six shit, you know, this six years ago. And you, you, you chose to be doing what you was doing with whoever you was doing it with. Now you want to breadcrumb me back into the relationship. But because I was already aware, I was like, nah, I'm good. I, I, I don't, I don't want to go. And then they don't take your advice. That is a big red flag. 
because like I said, I was dealing with the narcissist and he would come and tell me all kind of crazy shit that other people said. And I'm looking at him like, so you would take somebody else's word over mine. And I'm here every day sitting in this bullshit with you. And so what I say don't don't matter. What I say is not valid. What I say don't hold no weight. When I tell you red flags, red flags. They don't take the time to learn about your interests. They will minimalize everything that you do. They would, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would shrug it off. Oh yeah. They won't have no interest in anything that you do. My partner now, if I, I, I went back, I, you know, I started to get my, I went and I, when I was doing my life coaching certification, I would literally work and then I would hibernate in the room and take my online classes. My partner, when I say he's so supportive, so supportive, whatever I choose to do, whatever I want to do, he supports me 100%. He's helping me promote. He's doing this. He's doing that. We help each other. We help each other to grow in our perspective hustles and our businesses, right? The partner that I was with, absolutely not. He could care less. And and the only time he was invested is when he felt like he could get a couple of dollars out of it. Other than that, he could care less. This is a big one. This is a big one. No future plans. When they speak and when they refer to themselves as I, 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 when I tell you, and it's never a we, trust me, it is never a we. The narcissist that I was dealing with, he was like, oh, well, I got to take care of me. I got to do what I got to do for me. And, and, oh, don't worry. I'm going to go get me an apartment and I'm leaving. Like he, even when he told my daughter, oh, like I'm going to leave because your mother don't, don't want me because she wants a man with money. And my daughter's looking at him like, yeah, because we need to keep a roof over our fucking head. Yeah, we need to eat. Yeah, we need bills to pay. Fucking with you, we homeless all the fucking time. Or bills getting, you know, lights getting shut off. And we just just doing dumb shit. How you going to sit there and tell your daughter that? So you basically telling your daughter that it's okay to deal with a fuckboy? This is the shit that they do. And he would always say, I, 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 I. There was never a fucking we in his, never we came out. Very egotistical, self-centered, all about himself. Didn't give a shit about nobody else. Didn't give a shit about his kids. Everything was I. I would look at him like, this nigga is crazy. But whenever he needed something, he would always run to me. But when it came to him, it was I. I gotta take care of me. Nobody don't do nothing for me. Oh, really? So living in this house rent-free is nothing? So then you, you go find your own place because you ain't paying no bills here. So you go find your own place and you go do what you do and do your shit over there with your women and leave me alone. And for two years, I had to deal with that shit. That shit was so frustrating. Oh, I'm leaving. Oh, I'm leaving. So when are you leaving? Oh, I, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't even care. It's not my fucking problem because you don't care what I'm going through. Very egotistical. I, 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 I. Anytime a man starts talking about I, run. Start your plan because that nigga is not thinking about you. Whatever he got going on does not consist of you. That man even looked me in my face and told me, oh, I'm, I'm moving to Atlanta. Nigga, bye. Nigga, bye. And trust me, you go to Atlanta, you'll fit right in. Because everybody down in Atlanta is on the down low. 
So you fit right in. Next one. Argues for everything. When I tell you, when I say the narcissist would nitpick about everything, it was so bad to the point where it was like I was happy when he, as soon as he left the house, it was like, yes, just go. We didn't even care. We just wanted him out. And then he would always, oh, I know y'all don't want me here. So why you keep coming back here? Why are you here? You don't do nothing. So why are you here? And they will argue and nitpick about the smallest shit. Mind you, they don't do anything. They don't do anything. But they want to argue and nitpick with you. No, sir, if you mad at your other woman or whatever shit that you going on got going on with your other woman and you mad about it, take that shit over there. Don't come here with that. I'm telling you, I was so disgusted and fed up. There's no affection. And you know when there's no affection. It is what it is. It's just like, oh, you looking at him, he looking at you, and y'all both feel disgusted. And here's the thing. And I'm going to be open, honest, and transparent about it. And it got to a point where in our situationship where we still slept in the same bed. And, yeah, we were still sleeping together. And I was, and I flat out told him, I was like, well, shit, you don't do nothing else. I might as well use you for something. Oh, he got mad. Oh, he didn't like that. Oh, he was offended because I told him to his face the same shit he was doing to me. So if you're going to use me for sex, we're going to use each other for sex because shit, you ain't good for nothing else but sex. And that's the only department we never really had an issue in. What's sex? That's the only thing he literally brought to the fucking situationship because he ain't do shit else. And when I say he ain't do shit, he ain't do shit. He did bare minimum. But we never had a problem when it came to sex. You know the difference when you're having sex with a man and he loves you and he's into you. But when you're having sex with a man who just wants to jack off, you feel the difference. Because I'm telling you, even after doing that, and I just, I said, you know something, I had to sit with my own self and be like, you know you don't want this man. You know you don't want to be with him. Stop having sex with him because I was even disgusted with the sex. When I say my body just naturally started to reject him, my body just rejected him. I couldn't even stomach him anymore. Doesn't want to spend any time with you. He will, he will, I'm telling you, not spend no time with you, not make any effort, not put anything into it, not make any plans with you. If he do spend time with you, he act like it's a fucking privilege to spend time with you. Like he would just make it so miserable and so uncomfortable that you don't even want to spend time with him. I'm telling you, I've been there. I've been there. He will watch sports. He'll sleep. He'll go to the bathroom. He'll, oh, I got to run to the, like, he'll find every excuse not to really give you that quality time. And the last one, you always have to ask questions. You will always feel uncertain. You always have like a, a, a intuition or something inside of you that's like, hmm, because something seems off. Something seems right. And you know, it's not right. His whereabouts is shady. The things that he do is shady. How he get his money is shady. The things that he say to you is shady. You will always have questions when you are dealing with a man who don't really 
wants you, who's not into you, who's not for you, who's just there to be there for whatever purpose that you serve him. It is not about you. So when I say, when I, as I sat and I listened to this woman talk, I said, oh shit, this is 10, this is 10 jewels that she just dropped. And when I say I resonated with every last one of these things, and I'm, trust me, I know that there's some women who've experienced majority of what's on this list. Because when another man, when your quote unquote man is entertaining another woman, you are an afterthought. You are just basically a thorn or or you are a monkey wrench in his plans and what he got going on with her. And he's angry, he's mad because he don't really want to be there with you. He want to be there with her. That's why I say don't argue and fight with no man. And if and if that's where you want to be, that's where you leave him, let him go. Because here's the thing, men like this, men like this who possess these traits and do these things. Yeah, she's a shiny new toy. She's the object of his affection for the moment because he's not looking for substance. He's not looking for character. He's not looking to build. He's not looking to be in a relationship for love. So the same way he eventually broke you down, it's only a matter of time that he's going to tear her down too before he move on to the next victim. So it is what it is. But as soon as you start seeing these red flags, that's your cue. Now, if you choose to entertain and still mess around with him, that's on you. But it won't get better. It's not going to change. He's not going to feel that way about you ever again. But if you have enough self-respect and enough dignity to walk away, walk away. And leave him to do the dumb shit that he do. Do that. I don't recommend anybody to stay in this kind of loveless situation. Because he don't love you. And he don't want you. And since he don't love you or he don't want you. He's never going to respect you. So. Whatever you do. Just understand. It's on you. Wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.